Somebody's going to go bridge here. It's better time. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Gombridge Podcast, episode 84, presented by Guy Boston Sports. My name is Andrew Gardner, joined alongside by Alex Clausen and Steve Brady. Boys, how are we doing today? I'm feeling pretty good today. Presented by Guy Boston Sports for the first time. Shout out those guys. My interesting anecdote to begin this episode. I'm on the miscellaneous team information page on Baseball Reference. And surprisingly, they have a column. It's the little number sign in HOF. And it has numbers of players currently in the Hall of Fame. I don't know why they have this, because everyone has to be zero. Just interesting. Hmm. Hmm. I'd also hmm. like to point out the Colorado Rockies have a 100% success rate with challenges this year. Really? What are they, like one for one? Uh, two for two. There you go. The, uh, the Baltimore Orioles have challenged 10 plays. Are they successful? 60% of the time. There you go. 60% of the time, it works every time. Nice. Steve, how are we doing? Uh, I'm all right. You know, the Red Sox continue to be a subpar team. Kind of puts a damper on things when you are making Red Sox content. Otherwise, I'm doing pretty good. It's Friday. It's Friday, my guys. That's a pretty nice day out. Get rid you know, of the, the 50s. What? You know, it's not. What? It's not a. It's not a Gur Monday. No, it was not Gur. It's not a Gur Monday. It's a Friday, and I'm excited for the weekend because I'm tired. And we were just all talking about getting a little burnt out, school and stuff. But I'm ready. I'm ready to record. Usually, <laughs> conference is like like my my escape in a way because it's like oh, I get to sit down for an hour to my closest friends and just talk Red Sox and not think about anything in the outside world. And then, you know, I come into this now and I'm just like, okay, what bullshit do we have to discuss today? <laughs> it's just awful right now to be a Red Sox fan. It is so, so bad. I just had my radio show for like, uh, we talked Red Sox for like a half an hour. So I'm kind of like, kind of prepped on, on where I want to go with things. Got some interesting things to talk about. I don't even, I don't even know where to start. We recorded on Monday on the off day. So we had this whole series against the angels come and go. Started great. It started great. It started great. You know why it started great, Clausen? Why was that? Because Gone Bridge was at Fenway and we don't Gone lose Bridge at, was Fenway. at Fenway. I have made a, I've, I've made a, deal that we're never going to opening day again because we just like don't belong there that was why they lost opening day it was like vibes were off any other time we're there they've won we're they've clean. won they're clean they're clean right exactly i'm i'm two and one on the season and the red sox are 10 and 16 i mean the stats don't lie yeah exactly and like the opening day one like just throw it out the window so i'm two and oh and the red sox are 10 and 15 basically like come on but yeah it started out great on Tuesday, we had a good time at the game. Shout out Brian again for those tickets. Doesn't doesn't get much better than that. No, no. Uh, yeah, shout out Brian. Seats were unbelievable. Um, uh, shout out Usher Steve too. That guy Usher is Steve man. is the goat. That guy's the, goat. the man. the The best part is that now he kind of he recognizes us. So it's just like you know, seeing seeing an old friend at the ballpark. He's a homie. He's a homie for sure. So, yeah, uh, I'm trying to think if anything notable happened. Oh, Klaus. Well, if anybody listening is on TikTok, Steve didn't know who this guy was, but I've, I've seen this guy everywhere. There's this Angels fan on TikTok. His name is Teriyaki Times, and he's going to all 162 Angels games. And we got interviewed by him for his YouTube channel. So maybe we'll post a clip of that when that comes out. I've looked today; the video is still not out. But how did how did that occur? Well, I'd like to point. Out, I'd like to say from my point of view how this occurred. There's some other guy on TikTok. He's like six eight. He's play college baseball. I think he's like some MLB ambassador, and he goes around and like rates experiences at ballparks. And I thought that they were talking about him, so I was looking like up in the sky for this like six eight guy. 
and then we go over and he's this like the teriyaki times guy is like you know five five some little little guy and i was like oh i have no idea who this is but apparently he's very big yeah so what ended up happening was klaus and i like had those tickets and then two of our other friends were also going to the game uh they were sitting elsewhere for the for most of the game uh so we all took the train down together so they knew who he was and one of our friends was like oh well there he is he was like right in front of house of blues filming filming his videos so we we went over said hi and he was like can i interview you guys interview you guys about the red Sox?" And we we're like yeah let's do it forgot to plug gone bridge though that oh, was a big that is brutal that was a big <laughs> we class and i like walked away and the first thing one of the two guys we were with says to us he's like surprised you didn't plug gone bridge i was like how did i not think of that how did i not think of that but uh yeah, it was a fun game. Waka was unbelievable. That was also the fastest game I have ever been to in my life. I think the finishing time of it was two hours and 26 minutes. That is quick. It's quick. You guys know that song by like Shakira, I think. Hipster like, boy. No. Oh, I think it's called I think it's called Waka like Waka. Africa or something. Oh like yeah, that was the World Cup song. It's yeah, like, walk, on, 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 hey, walk, walk, or something like that. Wait, no, Steve, can you sing that? Which part? Yeah, just sing more of it, please. I don't know all the words, obviously, but it's like you know, hey, walk, walk, this one's for Africa. No, Pretty wait, sure I'm still, I'm still confused. What song it is? Can you keep going? Uh, no, I can't. I mean, you, really? You got two out of me, which is one more than I was willing to give you, and I still can you sing? Two. Can you sing the motto, the new like intro song? Uh, I can't because I don't even remember what it sounds like. Oh, I couldn't even hum it for you. I've been I've been listening to that song a lot. I finally came around to it last game. I was like, you know, what? this isn't actually that bad. It's Tiesto. Tiesto, like, yeah. I mean, it's Tiesto, but it's not the business. No. Also, I I don't think I had ever seen Kevin Plawecki play in person, and his walk up song is "Dancing on My Own." That's the whole point. Of uh, the- I know Ooh. it is. I know it is. But he got up there. I was like, oh, move my hips a little bit. <laughs> Were you dancing on your own? Yeah. Yeah, I was actually. But uh, I will say, what will if you're you at Fenway, what? So what will you say? I'm going to say this. Noah Syndergaard is a very big man. Yeah. Huge. That's why Huge. he throws so hard. We, uh, we fastball velocity. It's, I think it's ticked down a little bit, but it's still high. I've been... I've been into exploring Fenway before, uh, before the games, like finding weird spots. And I had never been down to like the, the two foot high right field wall front row. So we were standing right there and he's just like warming up and his, his bullpen catcher, he was probably five foot eight and Cindergard is like letting these. So Cindergard is facing the, the stands and his bullpen catcher is his back to the stands. And he is just unleashing. Like I bet he was throwing 70 to 80. I mean, warming up. And some of them, the guy was having to like jump for. I was like, dude, he's gonna airmail one right into the crowd. His average miles per hour on a four seam fastball is ninety four point four miles per hour. I think. What was it in like 2016, 2015? Well, his career, I'm pretty sure, uh, is like ninety eight miles per hour. Okay, yeah, that sounds about right. But yeah, that was cool to see him warming up. We saw uh, Steve Peralt and Joey Capone talk to them for. A little bit down by the field. It's good to catch up with them. Saw Dice K. It's cool. Gotta say, I love Yuke in the uh, in the the booth. I, I like the booth. He was talking about I Dice like K. Him. Says he's hilarious. I'm sure he is. I'm sure he is. I like I like the three man and, and uh, oh man with Yuke and Eck. Yeah, I do too. I mean, I, I, for some reason. X said the other day that they weren't going to be in the booth together together for a while. Yuke is uh, doing a national game, like a nationally televised game, I think. Oh, really? National broadcast. Don't like that, yeah. I'm talking oh. about how he has to uh, wear a tie and whatnot. <laughs> said he doesn't like wearing ties, but, he, but he'll do it for that. Okay. All right. Interesting. But yeah, the game itself, Waka pitched great. The big thing that i still don't know why why we did this pulling Walker after five and two thirds at only 59 pitches i get you want the lefty on shohei but 
come on, Deakman's been struggling. The bullpen is is getting worked right now, and Waka could have at least gone seven. I, I mean, it worked out. The Red Sox won. We have a lot of other things that we can complain about right now, and this is kind of nitpicky. I just think that in terms of managing the pitching staff, it's been a little little questionable. Well, there's another example of perhaps a mismanagement, but it kind of goes against your point in that when Whitlock started his start, he was going strong for about four innings, and then they brought him back out for the fifth, which I said that I didn't think they were going to do, and he proceeds to let up a two-run shot. He's never really pitched five innings in a game prior, I think, to that game. So, I mean, should they have sent Waka back out there? Who knows? I'm sure that if they pulled Whitlock after four in his start, people would be like, oh, why don't you keep him out there and all this other stuff. But uh, I guess he did have a, a perfect game at that point, didn't he? The thing that uh, I, was, I think so, yeah. yeah. The thing I was confused about was why they didn't let him finish the inning. He had two outs. It he was all up at the plate. He'd struck him no, out it was already. O- Otani was up. Yeah, it was Otani. Otani was up. Whoever it was. Was it, it was all it was all matchups. That was the whole whole reason was because he was a left-handed batter. I I don't know. Sometimes I think analytics are good to, to look at, and sometimes you just got to do the eye test. If Waka had given up a two two run home run right there, would any of you have said, Oh, Cora left him in for too long? I certainly would not have. No. Yeah. Well, I, he, they, he only went five. He won five and two thirds. Oh, uh, did he? Waka yeah. did? Yeah. So oh. if Waka if Waka gives up a home run there, did they go to uh did they go to Deekman or Davis? Yeah, it was Deekman for an inning and a third, Brazier, and then Salamore. Saw man. But they pitched great. I mean, as a whole, the team only gave up three hits on Tuesday. We had another Raffy bomb and a JD bomb. A home run is common. Yard too. St- I, dude, that ball was smoked off the bat. Stories uh-huh. almost went yard like three separate times this series. He hit the top th- of the monster a couple times. Yep. I saw that. That was like 380 exit velo was like oh over 100 miles an hour. He had the warning track. He's – did you guys see what happened last night with him? Well, I mean, besides going 0 for 4 with four strikeouts. No, um, I did not. What are you referring he, to? Uh, he got booed and then dodged mm-hmm. the media questions. Not great getting booed. Not great getting booed, but you got to at least be able to face the media after the game, in my opinion. I mean, when you hit 214, you got to expect to get booed. Well, yeah, yeah, when you hit 214, your name's Trevor Story, and we're paying you for the next, like, seven years, yeah. Yeah, I mean, if that's Christian Arroyo, he's probably not getting booed. It's not worth people's time to boo Christian Arroyo. Christian Arroyo's a good guy, too. Are you saying Story's not? No, I story's a great guy. I'm just saying, like, I just you met wouldn't... him before. No, I haven't. In what fact, he's I'm not a good him... guy. He might You're not making be. a lot of assumptions right now. Yeah, I'm, I'm assuming that Wally's up to no good right now, too. Like, I'm, I'm just making assumptions. I'm gonna let my kid near Wally, dude. Wally avoided us. Yeah, Wally did avoid us. He was We're walking. Safe. He was walking behind us on the the. I don't even know what you call it. Concourse. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, our seats were like the <clears> last row. In between the field, what is it? Field box and like loge box. Yeah. So find the dugout. Yeah. So we were like the the aisle, I guess. The aisle. He walked right past us, and I was like, "Clausen, we got to get a selfie with Wally here." And we were like, "Wally," and he like turned to us and kept walking. All right, like these grown men do not need my attention. No, I think we, we know who we were. We we know the reason why, Steve. <laughs> I yelled Wally. At, I, Wally was on the field at one point, and I yelled out, Wally, you're a fraud. So that might have shot us in the foot. Well-known fact, Wally's an avid listener of Gone Bridge. <laughs> you should have Wally on the show. Yeah, but like, make, he, can't, he doesn't talk at all. I mean, well, with our... <laughs> Wally's actually good. on right now with us. We're welcome, yeah. welcome, Wally the Green Monster. It's really good to have you. Like I said, he doesn't talk, so... Wally, how do you familiar. feel about the team's performance so far? Mm. Wally, is that a hostage behind you? Okay. 
Yeah, well, he's gone. Uh, Wally left the call. Uh, this will be a good time to introduce too. A good a good guest for the YouTube would be Wally the Green Monster. We'll yep. get more into this whole Guy Boston sports thing later into the episode. Actually, should, we just, should we just do it now? I think it would make more sense to do it now. Yeah, I guess there's going to be some changes to a lot of stuff, I guess, right? Yeah, I guess you could say that. All good changes. Like, nothing's really changing in terms of the show or us. Some of the production is going to be different. We're, yeah, we're going to be using a different platform for recording, which in turn is going to improve audio quality. No more Zoom. No more Zoom. Rip. Rip Zoom. Uh, we also, the Guy Boston Sports YouTube channel. I think our episodes are going to be going up on there as well, along with other content. I know, I know in the past, we've tried filming vlogs at Fenway that have been shorter, you know, like two minutes for the Instagram, but we could do longer ones now. Our throwing video will probably be up there. And I'm trying to think. Yeah, it's overall just, uh, you know. It's a positive it's a, change. It is a positive change. Yeah. So, uh, Adam, I just had a thought. It might be, I, this episode might not go up on the YouTube quite yet. Once we start using StreamYard for our recordings, we can, you know, pretty up the background and stuff on that platform. So it'll look better. This might go on the YouTube. We're being video conscious, but who knows? Clausen we'll make an not, announcement. Clausen was certainly not being video conscious right there. He just bent over into his closet. Yeah. That was for the video. Oh, yeah. He was sure. especially conscious of the video right then. It's the Gombridge um, OnlyFans page. Okay. How much do you think people would pay for that? Nothing. Interesting. I think we have to pay people to pay for it. Pay True. To pay True. Uh, the, the other exciting thing with Guy Boston Sports there's going to be more merchandise with them. We got to figure out the whole process of things, but we are going to have some, you know, team specific shirts or, you know, kind of show specific shirts. Some of the good uh, old running jokes. Yeah. Holy shit, Steve. What? Oh my God. Thank, thank Christ. I've been waiting for this email for my internship for weeks and i finally just got it oh i thought right. something was wrong no no I'm just, <laughs> i thought you I'm were really, like sorry that was totally off path but I've, I've been geeking about this for weeks did you get it well i i've had the position since october Woo. but i have i haven't heard from them all winter and i was trying to get in touch with them to make sure like like i i gotta move up to i'm moving up to boston for the summer Shipping up to Boston. Trying oh. to figure out when that was going to start, and we finally know. So anyway, that was kind of a a tangent there. But Side yeah, we're going to have sidebar. Yeah. Well, no, it actually kind of plays in well. I, I think I have talked about this, but yeah, I'll be in Boston for the summer. So expect uh, my my plan is is work until five or six and go right to Fenway for the night games. So. Expect a lot of content. This is Gardner's and... exact address. Everybody pay attention. Go just break into his house. <laughs> just kidding. I don't know your address. I don't. I actually don't know my address either. So Sorry. you can make one up. And it, yeah, I know. I got to figure that out. Um, so, yeah, I think overall it is a step in the right direction for us. They've got a bigger following on Twitter. They've got about 31,000 on there. So a little bit more publicity for us, a little bit more Red Sox coverage for them, a little more baseball coverage for them just kind of boosts us up a little bit. It is the next step for the show, and we are very, very excited about it. Yeah, and uh, for the summer, sure, we'll all have a little bit more time, free time, maybe, just maybe, we'll uh, write some blogs that we'll hmm. go up there. Yeah, that's the other thing is we'll have the ability to do that. Um, yeah, I think it's just time-dependent, but it'll uh, – it's it's all all positive stuff. So we are uh, again super excited about that, and that is about one of the only things that we're excited about right now. Because again, the Red Sox are just complete garbage, hot trash. So Tuesday's game 
was good. Clawson, actually, last thing on Tuesday that I want to touch on. You want to talk about – we could talk about the Heim Bloom thing. We can talk about the train. <laughs> train. Oh, God. <laughs> well, we have the oh. weirdest experiences on the train. Yeah, so we're – I'll keep this very quick. It's like 30 seconds or less. We're sitting on the train. There's these four story guys sitting in life. front of us. Huh? It's a story of my life. <laughs> <laughs> nice. These four guys sitting in front of us. Um, they go up to get beverages from the beverage cart on the train. And one of them leaves like their coat. They all leave like their coat and their belongings. And one of them turns to us and goes, I'm leaving this stuff with you. Like, keep an eye on it. And I'm leaving That is it with not you. what he said. That is well, not what he said. What did he say? I don't want to say it. Well, I'm going to say it. Oh, okay. He goes, he goes can I'm you leaving. say it? Yeah, it's I'm, not bad. It's not right. bad. It was just kind of a little out of pocket. Um, but he basically told us that we're the ones in charge of watching his stuff because we're the coolest white dudes on this train. <laughs> oh, cool. Didn't they say he said that about you guys? Yeah, yeah, no, he turns to us, he goes, You guys are in charge because you're the two coolest white guys on this train. No other like, white guys right. on the train, or there were plenty of white guys on the train. <laughs> Almost Just exclusively weren't... white guys. Just weren't sitting was behind a, them. There was a big brawl that broke out after to determine who was the coolest white guys on the train. I bet the coolest wouldn't have thought. No, we just sat there and watched the jacket. Yeah. Because that's why he, he, he knew. <laughs> he knew. He didn't he thank knew. us for watching his jacket either. He just no, sat back down. He didn't. That was I don't know what was going on there. That they, was they said they said some out of pocket things. Yeah, that was that was I would never want that guy to be a guest on this show. I think we'd have to cut the entire conversation. Well, he wasn't going to the game, he was going to the Celtics game. No, I, I fully realize that. I just mean, like, if I had a conversation with this guy, whatever, it's beyond the point. But anyway, the Heim Bloom thing, uh, that was that was a pretty crazy thing on uh, on Tuesday, too. We were standing right by the dugout. Actually, no, I haven't even posted this anywhere. So we were standing by the dugout with Joey and Steve, and Heim Bloom, like, walked, like, right past, right down to the dugout. I'm standing there and I was like, why did I not say anything to him? He was like right there. He was looking at Steve, like kind of waved to him. I think I, I like, I was like, hi, what's up? And he kind yeah, of, like, kinda, you know, give a little wink, you know? Uh, so the so, game, some ended. breaking news just, just crossed my desk real yes, quick. Not Steve. to interrupt you. No, go uh, for it. Steve. Kike and Rich Hill have COVID. Oh Rats. yeah. I saw they called up. Well, Duran's up now. Could be a corresponding uh, move. Okay. For Kike. Who do you think they're going to call up for Rich Hill? They're probably just going to put Hauk in the starting lineup. Maybe. Maybe you can Brian. Fill the roster spot, though. Brian Bello threw a uh, no hitter last night. Ayo. Uh, yeah, level? it was only seven innings at double A. Uh, cool. Anyway. Anyways, uh, real quick. So the game ended early. We had so much time between the train. Uh, so. Clawson's phone was like dead. So we're like, all right, we'll chill in the concourse, charge this thing up. So we're just sitting there waiting. I turn around and Heim Bloom was just like right there, like right there. So I'm like, all right, you know what? Opportunity calls. So I go running up to Heim Bloom, introduce myself. And uh, I've been talking to Heim Bloom since. You guys been down in the DM? I've been, been down, in the, down in the email. Down in the email with Heim Bloom. You know what's but you know what was kind of funny about it? Yeah, well, I'm standing I'm standing with our two other friends, and at, I I just assumed you'd walk over and be like, "Oh, hi, I'm Andrew. Like, it's really nice to meet you." And he'd be like, "Oh, hi, kid. Like, I gotta go. Like, yeah. see ya." Uh, and you kept talking to him, and I turned to our friends, and I'm like, "Oh man, Guardy's really got him." And there was a security guard standing like probably ten feet from us. And right after I said that, he walked right over and stood like a couple of feet away. <laughs> Did he actually? Yeah. He was oh like he was like monitoring you guys. I didn't even notice that. I was so locked in. I was like, I cannot believe we talked for like three or four minutes. I was like, Yeah, he was probably like no no more than ten feet away from Heim. Interesting. Did not yeah. see the guard was probably minus you might as well have been like, Guardy's about to fucking kill this guy. Well, though I probably shouldn't have said, Oh, Guardy's got him. He's got I him. Mean, <laughs> he's got him. Like uh, a rat in a trap. He's got I, him. I uh I, I introduced myself and I 
we kind of talked about like career stuff because I was just kind of curious about that. He's got. Did you ask he wants to come on the pod, bro? No, I didn't. <laughs> did you tell him that you had a podcast? No, I didn't. What I already the entirely are you forgot section ten. Not so, Jesus Christ. We gotta what cut you... that. We gotta cut that. <laughs> cut that. Oh cut, that cut that. Cut that. Um, <laughs> Guardian entirely forgot that we have a podcast. Well, I fi- I don't know. I, I I felt like that was a little much. I just asked for his advice on some stuff. Um, but what was I gonna say? Uh, yeah, I I phrased it. I was like, "Hi, my I, like I have one question for you." And he probably thought I was gonna ask like, "Why the hell did you trade Mookie or something?" And when I asked my question, he kind of was like. His face kind of like was a little bit, he was kind of like happy. He was like, oh, well, yeah, like probably was happy that I wasn't going in that direction. Wasn't going to ask him about that because Mookie is stinking it up right now. So it was a good move anyway. But yeah, uh, that was our uh, first pick in the fantasy league. Facts. facts. Oh, for God. I have, how are we doing in the fantasy league? Having One and two. I just checked it. Okay. But yeah, that was uh, that was the crazy story of, of meeting Heim Bloom. Maybe he'll be on the show at some point. Maybe. Maybe. Maybe who knows, but uh, in terms of the Red Sox, that was about as this. This is where the episode takes a downfall. This has been all positive stuff. Do, 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 do. We're at the we're at the climax right now. Think of the roller coaster, baby. Out to drop, Steve. Put your hands up. You know that feeling you get. You know, real yeah. low, real low when you're about to drop. Mm-hmm. Oh, I yeah. gotta ask you guys. I feel like you don't really know this about me. I'm like I love roller coasters. Like I know a ton about them. What uh? What's your favorite roller coaster of all time, Steve? Would you say that feeling you just described is the feeling you get when you order groceries online through Instacart? Why do you sound like somebody's got a gun to your head, like making you read this? But yeah, I guess you could say those are similar feelings. Well, if you don't know, Instacart is an online grocery delivery app that allows you to handpick a variety of fresh foods and products. Forget that ingredient you need to make your famous dish while watching the Red Sox, or you're like Steve and you just want to feel that absolute thrill you get from ordering food online, order it through Instacart. With delivery straight to your door in as fast as an hour, and shop multiple stores, see details in your area that will help you save money. Every item is hand-selected at the store to fit even the most specific needs. They always handle with care to make sure everything gets to you in one piece. I don't know what the offer is, but Gardy just threw a thumbs up, so I'm going to assume he also saw the offer and it's good uh maybe start thinking about sparking your summer celebration summer's around the corner would be a shame if you missed it in 2022 instacart never step foot in a grocery store again don't do it woohoo the offer this week it's mother's day it's just a few days away and that means it's time to get your mother's day's gifts don't miss out on this offer and remind your audience that they can get gifts, flowers, sweets, beauty, and more via Instacart with delivery in as fast as one hour. The offer this week is to pamper your mom for Mother's Day, get delivery in as fast as one hour uh, with free delivery of orders $10 or more too. It's a good deal. It's a good I'd deal. Use it. I'd use it. I'd use it. Look in the show notes for it, folks. It'll be there this time. It'll definitely be there this time. Will it be there? I don't know. Maybe. Maybe. So uh, that Matt Barnes guy. He stinks. Oh, brother, this guy stinks. He's dude, so bad. Dude, Send him to dude, 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 dude. Apple is listening to us right now. Why? I just got this notification on my phone for from Uber. And it says, give mom the gift of Uber. Wow. Some weird timing. It's crazy. It's crazy. Right. You know what else? But is Matt crazy? Barnes. How bad Matt Barnes. Matt is. Barnes probably wants us to talk more about Uber. I'm not going to do it, Matt Barnes. Matt Barnes listens to every episode of this, and he's like, "Don't talk about me. Don't talk about me. Don't talk about me." <laughs> he sits there. And he's like, "Oh, great. They're 30, 30 minutes in. I've dodged. I've dodged it. The retention rate at this point in the show is lower too. People <laughs> stop listening." Yeah, he stinks. He's terrible. I don't know. Even know what to do with him. I saw that he's like an 83 overall on the show. It's far too high. It's far, far too, too high. high. Far too high. Um, I would say, uh, here's a question for you guys, if, if this makes sense. Would you say we're closer to the conversation of DFAing him rather than to the conversation of he's the closer? No. Well, you so can't like take Matt Barnes off of the major league roster. If there was a chart. If there was like a, a 
a line and to the left is he's our closer to the right is DFA. Would you say we're closer to DFA? Cause I would no. say we are. I mean, yeah, technically probably, but I don't think either of those things are going to happen. I think Matt Barnes, you know what they might do? They might give him a phantom injury, sit him for a little bit, try and get him right. And then maybe they'd have him do some rehab in Worcester. Go no, phantom DL. You know, Steve, they don't even have to give him a phantom injury. They can just give him some peppers and a knife and be like, all right, cut these up, Matt. Cut them good. Chan- chances are he's going to gonna slip or something but um yeah so the red sox blew it in the ninth inning the other night against the anaheim angels it's good stuff it was a good game it was all the way up until it wasn't anymore trevor story had a good game Clawson, Mm -hmm. you may share your screen yeah i mean trevor story had a good game that was something positive I mean, Bogarts had that big go-ahead home run in the uh, bottom of the eighth inning. And then in the ninth inning, you bring in Diekman. Or no, I'm sorry. You bring in Robles for the save, and he walks two guys. And then you got first and second, two outs. Diekman gives up the hit. Who got that? Was that Ward or Walsh? I don't know. I think it was Walsh. And then – you're able to get two outs in the uh, ninth inning. Barnes is kind of like not looking that bad. And then it was just like, holy shit, what the fuck is going on? Clawson? Care to explain what this is? For those that can't see, this is a saves minus blown saves for MLB teams in 2022. So it's basically a bar chart. And uh, you have the difference of zero. So above would be saves and then below is blown saves so you basically take the amount of saves minus their blown saves and do the difference the red sox have blown eight saves and saved five games which means they have a negative three differential which puts them far below anybody else in the league nobody else is even negative it's not good yikes not good do you think that if we still had Ottavino, we'd have a an actual closer. Uh, I think we need Josh Taylor back, dude. That's what I've been saying, and I'm not happy that we're at the point where I'm looking at Josh Taylor as like our savior. But he was I, great. I'm fine with year. that. He was great last year. He should be the closer. I think. Point. I think he could. Slide I mean, if in. he comes back and he's right, I mean. Clawson was the biggest hater on Josh Taylor at the beginning of the season of all time last year. I mean, he was pretty bad, to be fair. He turned that around. That was one of the more impressive turnarounds. Yeah. Bullpen sucks. Matt Barn is is bad. I don't know. Well, maybe we'll put out a poll. Be like, what should we do with Matt Barn? No. <laughs> maybe send him to Worcester or something? I don't know. Yeah, send him to Worcester. Right. <laughs> I got so what you're saying. Who, who tweeted that out the other night? What? What? They were like Matt Barnes would look good in a, a Woo Sox jersey. That's the replies nice. were hor- like so funny. Someone was like, "The Woo Sox don't deserve them. Send them to the Spinners. <laughs> give, give them to all. Yeah, send them to like the send them to that piece of shit city." <laughs> remember what? Uh, remember what Pat White said about Wool? No, no, I don't. What he say? He went out to some bar in Wool. Oh, yeah. Some some woman. Just gave someone like a flying headbutt. Oh, he yeah. He put his drink down and went home and decided again he would never go out. He would never go back out and lull. I feel like I've just blocked out everything from that Pat Light episode. The fever it was dream. like, what? Yeah, it was, it was fun. Uh, the Red Sox bullpen as a whole, I feel like, <laughs> I feel like hasn't been that bad, but they've been that bad. They have been that bad. They have, the uh, 25, 6, 7, eight, uh, 20 tied for the 25th best ERA in, in baseball in terms of bullpens. Now, I'm going to make a claim here. I don't really have data to back it up, but you guys, this is kind of like an eye test thing. I think that a lot of 
that, that high ERA, is like one guy a night having a blow-up performance. I think that there are a lot of outliers. Like, you remember when Section 10 used to do the high-low stat? Barely, yeah. So they would their, – their stat was you would take the guy's lowest, like, outing ERA, which for most guys would be zero, and you'd take their highest ERA – in an outing and you wipe that away too. And then you'd re-average everything else. So you kind of eliminate two outliers. I would be very curious to see. I mean, obviously I know that stat was like kind of a joke, but I'd actually be curious to see like what some of these guys ERA would be. If you took away like, like Hauk, for example, yesterday, he had like a two, four coming into the game blows up, gives up six or seven runs. His ERA is over five now. Wait, who? Sorry. Tanner Hauk. Oh yeah. Like Phillips Valdez. He was cruising at the beginning of the season. And then I don't even remember who we were playing. Maybe Toronto. I think it was Toronto or Tampa gives up a ton of runs. And you look at that again and you're like, all right, Cutter Crawford. He's had a couple blowout performances. Same kind of deal. Same kind of deal. Matt Barnes. He's been bad. He. All right. Anyway. Well, anyways, <laughs> Bullpen sucks folks. Bullpen is not good. Not good. Good, not good, not good. Austin Davis has been good, guys, but uh, he's got a he looks sweet. That guy looks cool. Yeah, Matt Strom looks cool too. I like him. Um, too bad yeah. cool doesn't equal good. Cool does not equal good. Yeah, Barnes just blew it up. Gave up. Well, he gave up four. Salamore gave up two in the tenth inning. We scored a run in the bottom of the inning, which was cool. And then the next night. Whitlock shellacked. Oh, wait. No, you're talking about game uh, three or game two. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I was talking about Rich. I forgot Rich Hill pitched game three. Rich Hill looked great. He's been really, really good after those first like two or three outings. Like he's got a 286 now. Hell and yeah, then how Rich Hill? Rich Hill is, is eternal. Has not died on the mound yet. Surprisingly, not. He was good too. I, that's what, that's what I'm we're saying. saying. That's exactly, what, that's we're exactly what I'm saying, my man. Welcome to the conversation. It's like the it's the darkest before dawn, right? He's that good right before he dies. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Stop. Stop. Death in this. The sun's coming for us. It doesn't matter if these guys die or not now. No, it does. It does. Uh, and then <laughs> it, Tanner, it does. Houck, Tanner Houck, seven earned and two and a third. Zierra is up over five now. Cutter Crawford, one earned in one and two one and two thirds innings. Oh, which Cutter I Crawford honestly, let up a run. I honestly think breaking news. I honestly think that lowered his ERA. <laughs> um, yeah, Jared Walsh had four RBIs and a home run, and I'm sad. I don't know what to make of this team. I don't know what to make of this team. In theory. Oh. Never mind. I'll, I'll say it after. Uh, in theory, they should be doing a lot better. I feel like things just aren't really gelling right now. And I get that there are a lot of guys who are underperforming. But if, at what point in the season? Because we've been saying this like five episodes in a row now. Like, oh, the offense will come around. The offense will come around. At what point in the really? season? That This is my question. Like, what? when do we kind of just say, maybe this isn't working? What do you want? Blow it up? No, no, no. I'm not saying to blow it up, but when do you start to look at it? Like, is it 50 games into the season? Is it the all-star break? Is it is it right now that you say this is just not working? I think it's I think it's August. August? That's because so because <laughs> in the last five years, we saw the Nationals and the Braves be some of the worst teams in baseball and then win World Series. Oh, yeah, the no, Braves I, were bad at the beginning of the season last year. I fully Boston agree. Celtics were bad at the beginning of their season, and then the energy shifted. There is so much time. That's what I've been trying to like. Like, I get it's bad right now. Think about it. Think about it like this too. The Red Sox were like this bad last August, and they ended up being okay. Like, what if that month of August had happened last April? Well, you know? it's kind of hard. And it's different because we're trying to gain momentum. No, I get that. All. It's like yeah. at the beginning, it's tougher. 
I don't know. Then on other bad news, uh, also came across my desk last night, I think. Maybe two nights ago. I don't know. It's hard. It's hard to remember what things when things happen. Let me look at the exact report. Uh, a friend of Red Sox star oh. Xander Bogarts says, "Quote: He's going to leave." End quote. In free agency after contract negotiations failed. You bought it last night, Cardi. No, I looked into it. I don't buy it. I I always think. I said this last night, friends and family, when they always say stuff, they use it for leverage. I yeah. agree. I, I don't agree. think that it's for real. A certainty. I think it's a possibility. I'm sure Scott Boris held one of his friends at gunpoint and made him say that. Scott Boris sucks. He ruins everything. He's good at his job. He's good at his job. He ruins everything. Yeah, so that's kind of where we're at right now. Another series lost. We uh, have won one out of eight series so far this year. Wait, is that good? Because uh, no. you want to win as the lead. It's like golf, right? You want to win the least. Yeah, amount. so we're we're minus seven right now. Dude, that's good. Or minus six, I guess. Six under par. Six under par, baby. Maybe that'll be the name of this episode. Or six under par. <laughs> Under par. I kind of like that because we're also six games under 500. Mm-hmm. 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 You guys got any thoughts on the Angels series? We'll preview the White Sox series too. The offense, I think, is is gaining momentum. I think we're, you know, how some See, people they got shut out yesterday. I know they got shut out yesterday. I know they got shut out yesterday. Gardner. I'm aware Steven. of that. I'm aware of that. However, I however, have, however, we are hitting more home runs in the past like five games. And we have like pretty much all season put together. And I think the offense is kind of finding it. The balls are flying a little bit better. Better. The weather's warming up a little bit. That means the balls are going to fly even further. Trevor Story had a good game, even though he went over four, four strikeouts yesterday. It's not good. I think we're uh, I think we're gaining a little bit of momentum in the uh, in the O department. Big O in the big O department. And you now we're. I think. I think. You know that that famous painting. It's called the Big Wave. No, it's the Chinese mm-hmm. painting. I think. Uh, and it's like the boat, the big wave. Cost. You know what I'm talking about? Know exactly what you're talking about. Yeah, we're the boat, and it's a big wave. But you know what? The thing about waves is they always crash. They don't last forever. (laughs) They don't last forever. Well, Steve, sometimes those waves, when they settle, they take out entire cities in forms of tsunamis. I hope it takes out every other city with a baseball team but Boston. Hopefully it takes out Cutter Crawford. Okay. Um... Steve liked that one. Just so out of pocket. I guess there's a. <laughs> all right. We've uh, even talked about nine eleven this episode. All right. Well, there you go. Now we've checked all the boxes. The sun's gonna blow up. <laughs> Never forget. Nine eleven. Um, oh, series preview for the White Sox. Um, when will the pain end? Should we? Should that be the title of the episode? We are sad. <laughs> we are sad. Today we've got uh, Nathan Eovaldi against Vince Velasquez. Seven in, o'clock in theory. on Apple TV. So on none of Apple TV, bastards, bastards. There's, literally, I was talking to my roommate the other day about Apple TV. It sucks. It isn't, he's like, yeah, we got Apple TV to watch Ted Lasso, and then we finished it. And now we just have it. Like, there's literally nothing to watch on it. Like, yeah. Um. <laughs> then tomorrow, it is Nick Pavetta versus Dylan Cease. The loss. <laughs> and Sunday, the morning game, it is Michael Walker versus Dallas Keuchel. Wow. 
Waka waka. Hey, hey. Come on up. 2016. That would have been a killer matchup. That was that would sell some tickets right there. That would. I mean, Waka Keichel. Waka is good right now. Keichel. Keichel is Cy Young. Horrible. Cy Young used to be two time Cy Young winner. He was two. Yeah, he's got two. Are you sure? Yeah, 20. Hold on. Where are his awards here? Uh, Awards. Why why is there no Cy? Oh, here we go. Uh, Oh, no, he's got one. I'm stupid. 2015. I was thinking of Kluber. I'm sorry. 2015. Corey Kluber is way better than Dallas Keuchel, career-wise. Yeah. Keuchel has just not been good the last two years. Keuchel, so, more like cockle. 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 So, yeah, we'll see what happens. You're not going to be able to watch the games on Friday or Sunday unless you have Apple TV. Which Does that sucks. mean we can't watch it either on Sunday, Gardy? Yeah, so when we go to the game, there's just going to be a black curtain around, like, the netting, and you just have to, like – you just hear, like, crack. Yeah, instead of tickets into the game, you have to show your subscription to Apple TV. (laughs) No, they just have, like – they're just projecting the game on these curtains. So you're, like, at the game, but you're, like, you can't see it live. It has to be on TV. Apple. Yeah. So we'll be back at the game. We'll be back at Fenway. Maybe we'll do our first vlog. A little vlog action? A little vlog ski? Oh. Whoa. Ayo. Uh, you guys oh, got wow. an Alex Cora impact player of the series. Wait. Wait, bro. See? I'm not done with the preview yet. What do you guys See? think we're going to go? Like, what do you think? Two and one. Two I, and one? Say, I think we're going to go two and one. I think that if there was ever a series to go two and one, <laughs> it's this series. You know, we're going to win, win with Nate. Yep. Pavetta is borderline borderline giving me Cutter Crawford vibes. He's and been then, better. His second and third starts were really bad. And then you got Waka. Waka, Waka. Hey. And then, uh, I mean, you know, you see the graphic that Guardy put together the other day. Yes. Waka, three dubs. We're just going to keep adding Ws to, the, to Waka with every time he wins. That's a W, baby. Dubs. Just like Seamus Winston. Eat the W. <laughs> anyway, yeah. Alex Cora, impact player of the series? Yeah. Alex Cora, impact player of the series. What are we? Who are we going with? I don't know, man. I, I'm going to go with JBJ. Give him a point four four because he's still hitting well below the Mendoza line. But he's also... He was also really good. The game we went to, yep, and then the games doubles. after. The next game, he had—I don't know where he went, but he had—he had a hit or two. He's coming. He's coming around to something. He had a uh, <clears throat> he had an okay series. His average is uh, up to two hundred, actually. Ayo. If he could hit two hundred, I'd be very happy. Very happy. You're right. He yeah. is at the Mendoza line. He is on the Mendoza line uh, with Jaron Duran up now. I would be very happy to see. I'm kind of just curious to see what Jaron Duran does with Kike out. Because Kike has been equally as bad. He's done nothing all year. And I really like Franchi at first against the righties. Has he been hitting? Uh, he had like a dinker that he got on. Yeah, I saw the infield we single. Yeah. He's been uh, okay. I think he's – now he's – He's three for 14 so far. If Franchi hits 280 in, in the, in the MLB, I will buy Alex Clausen a Franchi Cordero Jersey. What does he do? He used to hit 280. This season? In the MLB. That's aggressive. 280? Yeah. You don't even, guys that are all-stars don't hit 280. Okay. If he hits 280, he'll get the <laughs> All right. I got nothing to lose. All right. Uh, my outscore impact player of the series is Michael Waka Waka. Waka Waka. Hey. 
I'm going to give them a point. Hold on. I'm going to, I'm going to be strategic about this. Wait, you looking at his ERA like a 0.55? No, close though. I'm going to give Michael Waka a 0.92 on the Alex Core impact scale because that's what his whip is. I also am going to go Waka because Waka is my new favorite player. And I'm going to give him. We're still not a good Red Sox team. So I'm going to give him like a 0.66. Fair. Repeating. Okay. I like that. Just never ends. Yeah, because that's that's Waka, you know? He's like the Energizer yeah. Bunny. Waka Waka. Hey. Um, do you guys see anything in baseball the last couple days that was fun? Uh, uh, Dusty Baker got his 2000th career win. Mm-hmm. That's cool. First, uh, I think, black manager to get 2000. That's cool. He cheated a little bit, but no, he didn't. Oh, he didn't. Where was he, he before? He was with the Reds before. He was oh, with Washington. You know who sucks? Oh yeah, I forgot he was with Washington. No, he was with Washington before Houston. You're right, Clawson. The Reds suck. At least we're not Reds fans. Yeah, that uh, the Reds are what three and twenty-two. Yeah, I think they're on pace to have like fifteen wins. Yeah. That's pretty tough. Joey <laughs> Votto's out too. Oh, um, I would say my make baseball fun thing. It was uh, in Toronto when that guy caught the home run and gave it to the, the kid with the judge jersey. Yeah. That was cool. Yankees are doing well. I don't want to talk about it, so we're not going to talk about Yankee it. Yankee schmanky. At least we don't have to live in the Bronx. True. All right. Uh, we got some questions for Matt. I guess I'll just go fuck myself. Baseball yeah. wasn't fun for me this week. <laughs> you gotta sometimes you gotta fend for yourself, Claus, and you gotta Yeah, we can't Claus in you every time you gotta hey, it's just a, it's a rotation. Well sometimes you're looking down, I'm like, ah, he's not paying attention. I was looking up. <laughs> ah, I don't know. The you they we'll see on the YouTube. We'll see on the tape. We'll review the tapes. Well, my base my make baseball fun again was uh Aaron Judge, DJ Lemayhew. And Anthony Rizzo, I went to the New York Rangers hockey game last night, and uh, mm-hmm. they zoomed in on him. And usually the protocol is to chug your beer when you get zoomed in on. And Aaron Judge was the last to finish his beer by quite a bit, which was quite embarrassing. I bet his girlfriend wouldn't be, though. I, Am I right? Am I right, guys? Uh, Am I right, guys? I think they're engaged, actually, now. Oh, do you know who my boyfriend is? <laughs> Dude, the worst, the worst thing was that um i saw on twitter like hubs especially like there these were it was basically like a shot of beer like it was like not that much and they're just like drinking it and he's like this team baby i love this team it's like come on come on you've had nothing to never uh first question comes in from matt he says what's the longest paper you've ever written like 12 pages I, think yeah. I wrote one that was like 15 to 20 ish in high school. Yeah, like, I don't know, like 3,000 words. Yeah, sounds about right. Oh, there goes the train. Choo choo. Mm-hmm. You think anything funny is going on on there right now? There's, oh, I've never taken that. a calm Amtrak ride. I'm not going to no, lie. No, non existent. All right, this next question is kind of confusing. Matt, like, explained it. Uh, can you guys both pull up Mike Trout's baseball reference page for this one? Yes. All right. Cool. Let me search this up. So the question is, uh, from Mike Trout's baseball reference page, from every four-digit number, you can take three of those digits and assign them to one stat for each of the Red Sox nine in the starting lineup. What? For example, Trout's 1.004 career OPS could be a 410 batting average for Raffi. How would you arrange it? I'm so confused. What a ludicrous question. 
He said he's been sitting on this one for a while. <laughs> I got a good one. They're gonna, I'm gonna blow their socks off with this he one. Like, he like double checked that I understood it. I was like, yeah, I, I think I got it. And he's yeah, but like, do you get it though? But do you get it though? I like do, but like, wait, I don't you think it's it, like right? that. I don't think my aunt, I don't think the answers are like that interesting. Can you give the example again? Yes, I can. Thank you. Take from every four digit number. How many four digit numbers does he even have? He has it's one. Like, like his career one, stats? One four digit. Oh, maybe. Like his, yeah. like his at bats. So you have, the, yeah, I guess. So you would have games, plate appearances, at bats, hits, strikeouts, OPS, and total bases. <clears throat> I think we'll just choose one player and like pick a batting average. It was from every four-digit number, you can take three digits and assign them to one stat for each of the Red Sox nine in the starting lineup. Example, Trout's 1.004 career OPS could be a 410 batting average for Rafi. How would you arrange it? Okay. I'm with you now. I want to take his career plate appearances and make Bogarts hit 575. I don't know. Nice. No offense, Matt. This question kind of blows. I think <laughs> I'm going to take uh, his total bases, uh, 2,766, and rearrange it as 7.662 and make that um, Cutter, Cutter Crawford's Crawford DRA. <laughs> <laughs> Certainly an improvement. Um, I'm going to go with – the at bats four thousand seven hundred thirty-two, and I'm gonna say that uh, Bogarts hit seven hundred thirty-two home runs this year. <laughs> I think that's that would be more home runs than any players had at bats in a season, but I don't care. Um, oh wait, I also think we we could do like like he's got one thousand three hundred ten games played. I'm gonna make make like Chris Sale pitch three hundred times. Oh, I like that. Maybe I'll um, hmm. I'm gonna say he's got uh, two thousand seven hundred sixty-six total bases. So I'm gonna say we all have to sing "Sweet Caroline" six hundred seventy-two times at the next game. Jesus, ah, bomb, bomb. There's a lot of bombs. How many That's bombs are in "Sweet Caroline"? Uh, uh, uh. Hold on, let me do quick math. You know what I think about that song? It's just so good. So you good. You know the real Sweet Caroline. So good. Allegedly. Yeah. Allegedly. First, I looked up how many bumps in Sweet Caroline, and the first thing that came up was, why do peppers have three or four bumps? So maybe Matt Barnes is... Is there either male or female? <laughs> do, do I don't think food has male or female. Uh, no. To, like, make seeds for some stuff i think like you have to have like male or female like really? plants yeah so like when a woman tomato and a man tomato love each other very much no not tomatoes don't be ridiculous they have seeds bell peppers okay so when a when a male pepper and a female pepper love each other very much they get married and then a, a pepper stork comes and drops a baby off okay there you go um nice. You got anything else? Should we close out the night? I don't uh, know, man. Willie Mays' Willie Mays' birthday. Didn't realize he played for the Mets. He played for the uh, New York Giants, didn't he? Yeah, and then for the Mets. For How many teams were years. in New York at that time? Like six? Huh? How many teams were in New York at that time? Like four? Most certainly five? a few. Yeah, the Yankees, the Dodgers, the Giants, and the uh, Mets, I guess. The Mets were not around until the two of them moved. The Mets were around until the two of them moved. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, closing out the ninth. Just like. I don't know. When will the pain stop? Yeah. Just make me not sad. Yeah. 
All right. How about this? The Red Sox don't go at least 500. I just got nervous that we weren't recording this whole time. (laughs) I just looked up. I was like, oh, okay. Go ahead. All right. What if the Red Sox don't hit 500? I mean, if the Red Sox don't go at least 500 this season, Uh we each get to pick one of the other people. Like, I'll pick for Klaus and Klaus picks for Gardner and Gardner picks for me. We all pick a limb that we have to cut off the other person. <laughs> Any All right. Steve, and the major you... four. Oh. What's the major four? Your two arms and your two legs. I was going to say, Steve, are you looking to have kids when you're older? I knew that where you were going with that, <laughs> you sick bastard. It's not really well, a limb what, either. What's more fun, that or like your left leg? That's, a, that's not a limb, Gardner. That's just an oh, appendage. Well. It's, it is for me. <laughs> Yo. <laughs> Yo. Steve's got a Steve's got a main five. <laughs> they don't call him Stevie three legs for nothing. Shut the fuck up. Should we cut this? No. Okay. As, uh, if, as if that was worse than never mind. Um, <laughs> I don't know, man. People still um, listen to this show? Somehow, <laughs> somehow, like uh, my, my closing of the out the ninth thought is uh, bet nerfies, no runs first inning. They're they're fun to do and they usually hit. Um, my closing of the ninth is yesterday's Cinco de Mayo. It was a good good day. It was a nice day, a lovely day. Went to one of the local uh, bars at UNH, and as I got in, the the bouncer. Guy who checks the IDs had a giant tub of Taco Bell tacos, and everybody that went in got a taco. And I normally hate Taco Bell, as I previously mentioned on this on this podcast. Oh, what did I call it? Like burrito horn? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I had a lot of trouble figuring out what that was. <laughs> I usually hate Taco Bell, but at that moment, I ate it. And the I burrito horn. And I and I liked it. I uh, I actually have one other closing out the ninth story. No, yesterday. Uh, Thanks actually... for listening, everybody. If you enjoyed. <laughs> so yesterday, uh, the place that Klaus and I lives, like this apartments complex, it's like this lawn in the middle, and they have some like really old like grills that you'd see in like a park, and I've never seen anybody using them. But I've lived here for two years, and yesterday, a couple of my roommates and I were like, "All right, you know what." We're going to grill. We're finally going to use one of these grills. Hell yeah. So we got it. What? I said, hell yeah. Yeah, I love a good grill. So we got burgers. We got we got potato salad. We got watermelon. Like looking forward to this. We got charcoal, lighter fluid. You know, we got our lighter. We're, we are ready to go. Get the So we get the coals loaded in. We're, uh, it takes a little bit. We're, we used a fair amount of lighter fluid. And uh, there was this cop like right by the lawn for whatever reason the ops yeah and he comes over and he's like boys the flame level is too high and i kid you not the flame was like hardly exceeding like where where the grill like where you put the burgers on like it was barely like flickering out of there and so we were like like i was confused i was like what like how do you want me to start this fire and he he goes he goes, I suggest you go to Hopping Grind instead, which for those who don't know is the Pretty local <laughs> the local cheeseburger restaurant in town. I was like, come on, dude. Just trying to grill a little bit. So it not only had to end there, he had to like call into dispatch and make sure that I was not like wanted or something. And I was like, really? All this over, over holding lighter fluid? He was mad at me because I had soot on my hands too. I was like, buddy, I was just holding coal. It's like, come on. Don't have anything better to attend to? So. Too dirty. You're under yeah, arrest. he was like, he was like, look at this kid. He's got, he's got <laughs> soot all over his hands. I was like, yeah, I was just holding, holding coal. Like, <laughs> excuse me. Come on, guy. I know, I know. Ridiculous, ridiculous. I'm, ridiculous. I'm a felon. Ryan Gosling playing you. Ridiculous. Ridiculous. <laughs> the burgers were good though. Once we finally got it going. Glossin? I got nothing. I can't <laughs> even top that. Um, one thing that I'd like to point out was uh, teriyaki times. Decided to get the nickname Teriyaki Guy, which I thought was a little bit, uh, maybe, you know, maybe if heard by the wrong ears, 
might not uh, might not sound too good. So teriyaki, teriyaki times, guy? great guy. Why? I don't get it. Ter- teriyaki guy. I don't get it. What's his name? But I I get where you're coming from. Sounds like very uh, very culturally appropriate. But he is teriyaki guy. At least teriyaki times. Yeah, but he was almost teriyaki guy. Oh, I'll explain further off the record. All right. Well, that'll do it. Uh, I'll do it. Series against the White Sox coming up. I don't know when we'll be back with another episode. Some point soon-ish. But if you enjoyed what you listened to, don't forget to follow us on Instagram at Gombridge Podcast and Twitter at Gombridge. Don't forget to subscribe to our episodes on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to the show. And we will be back next week with episode 85. See ya!